And so really what I was sad about, and I will never repeat what I said to him, but like <laughs> really what I'm sad about is that like the gang is breaking up, but I got to go. I got to go. It's not a game. It's a red What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. I don't even know if I can call it another one, because, you know, I've been on this high, high hiatus. High. Unintentional hiatus. No, 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 no. Tell the people why. Andre didn't want to record. Wow. (laughs) So that you all know Alyssa's a liar, now that you know it. (laughs) Uh, Tell them what you renamed the podcast. Oh, the podcast is now called Teacher Like Me flopper like she because <laughs> every week that we tried to record it's been like ninety five thousand weeks at this point it's been like three uh five minimum lies minimum five <laughs> minimum five um but every time we've like sat down or been like oh yeah we're gonna record this week it's always been like uh or not uh or maybe uh or no never mind there's this thing that happened and now i'm at school till five o'clock so that can't happen or I have to go outside because kids are deciding to turn uh, the the field into, you know, fight club. So so that doesn't sound like an all me problem. No, it's a 90 90 percent you um, partly the school. None of it on me. <laughs> so now that we know that Andre's a liar. <laughs> how are you doing? I am. I'm good, actually, for my little mental health check in my five week mental health check in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been good. There's been a lot of uh learning here. As all of you know, Alyssa was on um leave, so our last couple of episodes were done. Oh my! You haven't done goodness. one since I got back. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's how I know it hasn't been five weeks because I've not been back for five. Um, was that the thirty first? You came back. Yeah. Okay. I came back for Halloween. Yeah, that's crazy. So we haven't done one. Isn't that funny? So we were while you were home week to week. As soon as you dropped back in the building, uh, things got busy. <laughs> Goodness. But yeah, no, um, for me, it's been good. I've I had to do a lot of learning, like learning quickly with obviously Alyssa's help because being the guidance counselor while she was away um, meant a lot of like planning and things like that on my own when I'm used to having my little partner in crime here. Little. Little. Full little bro. <laughs> in every sense of the word, I am bigger than Andre. No. I'm not... taller. I'm wow. larger. And I'm older. Taller. That's crazy. You heard it here first. That's crazy. Taller. Maybe in like, I don't know, platform shoes, which you tend to wear from time to time. Probably mm-hmm. you who see her little foot kick up on her outfit of the day. I can't stand you. I really cannot. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's been uh, cool. How have You've been in your returns as no one has heard of you or heard from you, sorry, since your return. Um, I'm all right, honestly. Like, uh, being, I guess, where I am now in terms of my mental health, I realized how bad my mental health was um, when I went on leave. And so that was absolutely necessary. Um, being back is weird. And I want to say that exactly what I predicted when I was on leave. And I said, like, I'm going to come back and it's going to be really weird because you guys already have a system in place. And I'm going to feel like I'm kind of third wheeling out here is kind of how I feel right now. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I have a place here. It doesn't make me sad at all, which is funny. Like normally a lot of things make me sad, but like. Uh, a lot of things. Yeah. 
what <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? Uh yeah, like um but yeah, like I I don't know. I don't feel bad about it. It just feels really weird to kind of be here but also not be here. And like full transparency, um I've been doing a lot of things, right? Like mm. I had a speaking engagement with our union. I was part of Bold Kids Book Fest. Um I've been just kind of doing things that have been taking me out of the building and thus I just haven't really been here since I've been back so that's even harder so people aren't really seeing me they know Andre is a guidance counselor um and so I don't think that has really changed I think Andre functions as the primary guidance counselor and I've kind of slid into this weird like I'm here too (laughs) um but again I'm not I'm also not pushing it like I'm not pushing to take over anything like i didn't come back and say give me all the things i was like Mm. yo run it like you're already running it Mm. what am i gonna come in and like take it from you when like you're doing a good job like you don't you don't need me we had this conversation which is funny we had this like very real conversation last little where she came and sat on i cried that i had it just bawled her eyes out at like you know 10 o'clock in the morning (laughs) i know for like a whole two hours like but you know what? Okay, so let's talk about this. There's so many things to talk about now that we've like been off. Oh yeah, five weeks. Okay, so <laughs> I cried last week, but I wasn't sad about not having a place. Like I was sad about the realization that it is time for me to go, and not go as in go on another leave, but like it's time for me to pursue a different position. Mm-hmm. Whether you know, everyone knows I'm doing my principal qualification, so whether that means as a principal or an acting VP somewhere, or it means at a board level position, but it is really time for me to go. And I felt like being back for a couple of weeks really solidified that I just was like, I don't feel not comfortable here, but like it doesn't have the same vibe for me that it used to. This place has always been home for me. Mm-hmm. It's a school I started at. Um, and I have like, again, I've seen groups of kids go through here. So this, again, this is my home, but I do, I feel out of place right now. And then I was like, bro, like I'm splitting up the gang. Yeah. And so really what I was sad about, and I will never repeat what I said to him, but like <laughs> really what I'm sad about is that like the gang is breaking up, but I got to go. I got to go. And so I feel like it's time for, you know, Andre to do his thing, but he had thoughts about that as well. Yeah, um, I was going to say, just to go with what you were saying, do you feel like the feelings that you have, Um, do you almost feel like you're coming in kind of like a, I don't know, like an LPO? 100%. Yeah? Okay. Because yep. when, when, when we had our conversation, even now hearing your talk, that's the mindset that I've always thought of. It's like, okay, if I'm an LTO going into a new school, especially when you've had your teacher for, you know, three, four months and mm-hmm. now... For whatever reason, you're I'm coming in as your new teacher and you have all these things in place. And it's always I remember being an LTO and it's always like, well, that's not how Miss So-and-so does yeah. this. So why do we have to do it the way you do it now type thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so but in our situation, um, one of the things that I mentioned to Alyssa was just the fact that, like. I felt like I was trying to fill your shoes while you were away. Mm-hmm. And 
knowing in the back of our mind, like, yo, you're coming back, but I'm not telling anybody when you're coming back and leaving that stuff private because, you know, you're dealing with your life uh-huh. and putting your life together type thing. Um, But it was always just in in my head, like, do are people expecting me to be you as if I can't do this being myself? Uh-huh. Um, And that was something that I kind of grappled with this whole time. It's like, yes, I'm... Like, I have guidance in my package, whether Alyssa is here from Mm -hmm. September or she didn't come back until May. Yeah. I had guidance in my package already. I am a guidance counselor at this school already. It's just with Alyssa not being here, it shifted into now. This is not a joint venture. This is, it's all me all the time. 1.0. Right? Um, So it was just in my head, like, trying to figure out what people's expectations were of me and not trying to let that um harm the work that i'm doing because mm. i always feel like i'm i always feel that i do a good job and i'm always trying to do the best that i can do mm-hmm. but it is hard to do that in in someone else's shadow or while you're while somebody might feel that you're only doing this as good because um because Alyssa was here doing it, so you had somebody to look up to type thing, uh-huh. right? And as much as some of that might be true, again, I still feel like, yo, I'm I'm me. I do me, and yeah. I do me well. And now that you were back, I was like, yes, now I get to do, like, actual me. Uh-huh. You get to do stuff that you like. Right, yeah. I get to do actual me. So as much as all of the guidance work that I was doing, it's something that I like, something that I want to do, it's literally, like, my future end goal as a um in this education profession was hey i'm teaching because i want to be a guidance counselor one mm-hmm. okay um so to be here this is like yeah of course i can do this this is what i want to do but at the same time it is very nice to do it with Alyssa here don't be over there with the red eyes please i'm not gonna cry i don't have red eyes right okay. now i actually don't <laughs> i think it's a very nice of you to say broski um, but I told him rehashing this whole conversation, but this time I'm not crying, mm. um, that I feel like I have to go in order for him to be seen as that person, like the guidance counselor, instead of the guidance counselor covering for the guidance counselor. Mm. Like I gotta, I gotta leave for that full transformation to happen because right now I feel like it has happened with the students, but I still feel like staff, a lot of staff are still like, ah, oh, Gray's back. Um, and that's where I can see like a little bit of a difference. But even our new staff, though, doesn't know who I am. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah. we had the best. <laughs> Literally, you want to talk about me on my A game? I felt so good about this. And this is gonna make me sound like a real jerk, but I'll tell the story anyway. So we had a new teacher in the building. Oh, my phone is ringing. Um, but we had a new teacher. We have a new teacher in the building, several new teachers. And again, they haven't seen me because I haven't been here. So they come down and they're like, hey, are you Mrs. Gray? And I go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that lady? <laughs> I was like, what? And they were like, oh, my bad. And I was like, and I burst out laughing in my cackle. And I was like, no, I am. And they were like, wait, like, are you or are, are you? Are you not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it's actually me. But yeah, like, I just, I don't know. It is definitely time for me to fly. I don't. But even in that, I don't like it. I don't like it either, truthfully. I don't like it. I had hoped that I could stay in guidance for a minute, mm-hmm. but this like back forth piece piece is just like very taxing on my spirit. And 
I just need one, a little bit more consistency. Keep in mind in 11 years, I have never once had the same package. This and that's crazy. unfair to me as, yeah. a, as an educator. How do you develop? How do you grow? How do you build on a program of anything that you teach when you're constantly being flip-flopped around? Yeah. And I was like, just to put it in context, the person who retired in order for me to get my full-time position here, um, that teacher has been teaching like the same subject almost their entire career. So from they started until they retired. So 30 yeah. years, same Grade class. Grade seven. Just same classroom same grade um so to be in a t in this profession for you know 12 years and just be oh, okay you're this grade one year this grade one year this grade one year and you're a permanent teacher yep right it's one thing like for me you have to get what you get yeah as an lto, LTO you expect right? it right you get what you get you don't get upset type thing like kindergarten yeah <laughs> And you're just like, yes, thank you. I can feed my family for the six months that you put me on this contract. Mm -hmm. But to be permanent and not actually be permanent is weird. It is. And it feels very unsettling. And it doesn't allow me to, like, sit and, like, really sink my teeth into anything. So, like, when I get questions like, what initiatives have you put forth since being in this position? I go, when? Yeah. No when, I, when, when I was learning it? Mm -hmm. Or then when I had to piecemeal it? Like. There's never any of that that consistency. And so, like, that's one piece, but it's not the only piece. I truthfully feel like, and this is, like, again, a little bit cocky, but I feel like I've outgrown this. I have too much knowledge now to be in one place. I feel like my talents are better utilized across the spectrum. Like, I feel like I would be a really good, like, Black student success, K to 12. <laughs> know what I mean? Throwing like, it out there. I'm just if, saying. If you have a position in a school board with that exact title. <laughs> just that title, please. Thank you. <laughs> please send it to. Not that I thought about it at all. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where that would come from. But like, if that type of position is available, like, that's something I could really do things with. I could use all of the skills and experience that I have. And I feel like help a larger audience. And then still come back in business. What my only, I think, problem with you going to a position like that is still that those, even in those positions, they're not permanent. You see all these like resource teachers that, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, I'm advancing. I'm going to go and do this mm -hmm. and loving what they're doing. And then, you know, a year or two goes by and they're like, hey, you, we're, we're, we're done with this. Yep. Go back to, go back to the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm not worried in that sense because mm -hmm. cross fingers in those three years that I'm in this position, because usually they're three year terms, like one year, then you renew, renew. Um, I'll hopefully be done my PhD. That opens up other options other op for me. And so it's funny. Um, I had a PhD meeting and my prof was like, my supervisor was like, you always have like plan A through Z like mapped out. And I'm like, yeah, I like having options. Um, and because yes, I because your little anxious soul can't do without it. It's true. <laughs> I need to know that there is a backup. So this is why I don't necessarily feel like concerned about like moving into this role. I sooner than I would like. Like, let's just throw that out there. If we're going to call a spade a spade. No, I never like I had never planned to leave as fast as I am leaving. And no, it doesn't seem fast to some people because I've been here that long. But fast in terms of me just getting guidance last year, which I've been working toward. Yeah. And then, like, now this year, I'm like, I got to fly cross fingers in January. You know what I mean? Like, I don't love that feeling. But if you heard me on the podcast last year, like, 
it's not okay here for me. Mm. For some people, it's fine. If you have a more relaxed personality, like Andre, <laughs> things roll off your back easier and you just have like a better appreciation for like other things. I need things a particular way. I don't like when I feel like a vibe is off. I'm very like stars aligned. Andre doesn't like when I draw stars because apparently it's devil worshiping. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I really like stars. And so for anyone who knows me, like I just I feel like. Feels very like, you know, calming to me. Mm. Um, We do a lot of like this is like an off like an offshoot or whatever tangent. But like because in my neighborhood, you can see stars really clearly like every night we look at stars. Kids and I look at clouds all the time and like the do the whole picture thing. Like, what do you see? Okay. And so like that's very soothing for me. So stars are soothing for me just uh, as an aside. So have you ever see her doodling and just drawing stars for no reason? I also have ADHD. Let's throw that out here. <laughs> so like I am a doodler. So I will sit. You will rarely find me just sitting. If I'm sitting, I'm constantly on my phone and people think like that I'm on my phone because I'm addicted to my phone, but it actually has more to do with my hands being busy mm. and my mind like my mind actually focuses better when I'm doing other things. So I need to be doodling or being on my phone. So in any case, I don't know what we were talking about now that we're talking about my ADHD because (laughs) that's how life works. Um, But I will say that I am sad that the potential is there for me to leave, but that like, I gotta go. I would have loved, like we were talking about like, you know how we do celebrations for certain people who leave. Yeah. 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 Um, Because again, they've been here. They've, Put in years. A proper send off. Proper send off. I would love that. But I don't. It's just not in the cards for the way that I will likely leave. Um, It'll be one of those like at the position. Then you'll get an email saying. Yeah. The email. Oh, this is last day's Wednesday and it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. All right. Let's get off this little sad topic of splitting up the gang. Um, hopefully in splitting up the gang, it doesn't mean that, you know, the podcast will end. It'll just get it a really name. won't, though, because we'll probably podcast more because I we podcast more when I'm not here. This is true. I'll have a lunch <laughs> and I'll hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Question for you, then. Kind of uh-huh. change topic. Now that you've been here for however many weeks. um. What are you noticing about the students compared from last year to now? So it's like wild. <laughs> it's wild in the field. I don't know what is in the water. I don't know, again, what's in the stars. I don't know who misaligned what, what's in <laughs> retrograde, who pissed off, whoever's upstairs. Yeah, this little, whatever... Um, uh, year these kids were born in this this three year span something was mash up something something was going on um it is like I don't even know how to describe it and the funny thing is is like obviously because I'm social media head like I posted um a reel about it and like if you look under the comments everyone's like my kindergartners are messed up my yeah. teenagers are like everyone right now is like something is off mm-hmm. um so two days ago now. Andre was away. Who told him? <laughs> Who told him he could be away two days in a row? Like this place wasn't going to fall apart after he's like, literally, you know what Andre is? He's like that, you know, that statue. Someone told me what that statue is with the, 
the guy hunched over and he's naked and he's holding the, the world. Atlas. Atlas. There you go. <laughs> That's Andre holding up the school. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to be away for two days because my kid's sick. He's like, your kids can't be sick right now. <laughs> I'll boogie. Gotta get better. So like everything just fell apart. When I tell you, I don't know how many fights I dealt with, how many breakups, tears. Mm, tears. So-and-so is cheating. I don't even know how you cheat when you're in middle school. Like Held somebody else's hand. Apparently looked at someone else. I don't even know. That day, everything fell to pieces. Mm. And I literally looked around me and I was like, what is happening? And truthfully, I don't know. It's almost like there's so many pieces missing, right? We talk about like it's report card time and parent-teacher interview time. Um, that self-regulation piece yeah, doesn't fix up, exist. This is, this is supposed to be fix-up time. My parent is walking in in two days. I'm on my P's and Q's. No one's going to see my face. I've been failing for the last two months. Nobody needs to know that right nope. now. I'm an A-plus student right now. for these Best behavior. Weeks. No, but these kids are just like, no, I'm going to be a jack the entire Frost. time. <laughs> jack Frost. Until, uh, what's it called? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Even though my interview's at 3.30. Right? 3 p.m. The last, last thing you're going to see of me is me be a dum-dum running <laughs> through the hallway as I'm on my way home on Thursday. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's so... It's unsettling. It's what it is. Um, and it's unsettling for this reason. When I talk about like um, students not having the ability to self-regulate, like there's no check-in that says, um, again, there's no fear of trouble anymore. Oh, for sure. Like there's no, there's no boundary put in place that says, if you pass this line, you've gone too far. And so when you don't have boundaries in place, because we're all trying to gentle parent and gentle school and everything now is gentle, but gentle without boundaries, mm-hmm. we haven't created parameters for them to understand life because there's no, there's nothing keeping you in. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want. And you're going to hope that because you were gentle as a teacher or as a parent, that your child is somehow going to absorb your gentleness. Yeah, I don't know this, how this became a critique on gentle parenting. I'm sorry. I'm trying it too. It's not, I don't know. And like, to regulate them, regulate themselves with um, minimal uh, instructions. No instructions, no rules. Just a hope that like, because you said, please don't, they're going to be like, well, she said it nicely. Yeah. Like big thing that we were just talking about this morning is just kids like, ah, oh, I feel the urge to go to the bathroom. I'm out of here. No. Hey, miss. Hey, sir. Can I go to the bathroom or may I please go to the Not bathroom? Not even an Not. ask, but like a, like a, I need to, like, like something. I, something. Don't just walk out of like class. Like a wink, like a ooh. A number two, yeah, a one, a, a little, little pee dance, up. nothing. No. Nope. You guys are just like, okay, urge is there. I'm out of here. Bye. Okay. Let's even take bathroom off the table. Cause like, fine, people are like, well, they have to go to the bathroom. We're talking like drinks. I need yeah. to go get a drink. And not even like, I need to go fill my water bottle. Like, I need to go to my locker to get a bottle of Coke. <laughs> and some Oreos to sit and eat in your class. But mm-hmm. like it is 10 o'clock in the morning and you're like, like I'm watching students again, keep in mind because I just got back, they've had an entirely set of different rules because again, I'm teaching two French classes. So they'll walk in. I watch kids literally walk in and walk back out. Like that was even a, a choice. Like yeah. you didn't have to be here. It's like, it's, it's like it's a university. hundred percent. And they're, they're adults 
in in their minds even though they're you know 11 and 12 yeah so they there's this um sense yeah sense of entitlement like yeah i can do what i want i can go where i want yeah um and i'll get it together i won't get it together but who cares i'm just gonna do my thing yeah and it's hard to for me that's the one thing i've noticed since september so there's not even a like you know october 31st onward thing this is in september Mm -hmm. and i don't know if covid's to blame for it or if online school's to blame for it but the students have like no sense of i need to stay within a certain box and i know even saying that some of you people some people not you people, not you people some people um <laughs> of equity mindset and <laughs> using critical lenses for everything are gonna be like oh we can't put box. but mm-hmm. um not even but everyone has parameters yes this life has parameters boundaries right you you don't eat for a certain amount of time your your body's gonna say ma'am we're hungry feed us yep right the parameter that your body has set up of a mechanism in your own body for that for survival yeah so for this students in general they need parameters they need the the sense of hey there's consequences for certain things mm-hmm. um i was at uh let's talk about me being away two days this week so i was at a football tournament and during one of the games i was like yo you guys don't even know how to lose properly much less win let's let's take mm-hmm. winning off the table you guys don't know how to lose properly. One bad play and the world is crumbled. Yep. One incomplete pass, all of a sudden, quarterback is garbage. The person who tried to catch the ball, you're trash. How did you even get on the team? I'm like, how are you guys doing this? How are you a your, team? How are you a team? Like, you're doing this to your teammates uh-huh. in f- and loud in front of everybody. That should never happen. Yep. Quietly in the huddle, I could be like, hey, get it together. But on the outside, you are perfection. Yeah, your best friend. Your best friend. No one's supposed to know that there's That's anything going on. Yeah. Um. So it's just the fact that these kids, don't, there's just no, like. Awareness, I guess, is the word. I don't know. Sometimes it feels like awareness. Sometimes it feels like. Like, there's no regulation. I think self-regulation is really, for me, what it is. Like, you just, you have no sense of, like, anything. Like, no. again, there were never any rules in your life. And again, I'm not blaming parents. Again, we're parents of kids. But like as a system, as a whole school, home, life, we keep swinging the pendulum is what happens, right? Yeah. One era, we're far too strict. And so then they're like, ah, that's not working for kids. We're ruining their mental health. So then we swing the opposite way to no consequences for anything. And then they're like, ah, these kids have poor mental health because they've been told they were fantastic in participation medals and like <laughs> yeah. then life is like uh guess what we're not like that and so we just kind of keep swinging the pendulum but nobody ever tries to figure out what's in the middle and, and all how the to- while you're still trying to teach math still trying to teach science all this stuff i don't like me being outside of the classroom i'm really starting to feel it for teachers that are like you're in the classroom every day i'm dealing with the drama outside of school stuff that happens like in class um holding uh counseling sessions with students all of that oh. stuff but for you to now have to navigate all of that i navigate here plus teach mm-hmm. i don't get how any of you get any work done or get any work from students period we don't 
<laughs> I know. I walked into uh, one of Gray's French classes where they had to submit something. I'm looking at papers. I'm like, this is this is the work. Listen. You looked at this and said, this looks like an A+. Take this, Miss <laughs> Gray. No. You know what? I don't even care about your A+, anymore. Did you look at it and say, I am, this is my best work? Yeah. Whether it's an, a B or a C, whatever, it, I'm not even getting that anymore. I'm getting, like, if I, if I say to you, like, so... I said, create a one pager in the past. What I tell you, like, again, there are some students who are not artistically inclined. And so I'll say, oh, print stuff. And they'll Mm -hmm. print stuff, but they'll cut it out nice. They'll maybe put like a border around it. They'll find some colors somewhere. King of the borders over here. That's how you used to do something. When I tell you, I got papers on line piece of paper, like assignments on line pieces of paper with just like written nothing. Uh, I just was like. Where is the sense of like this is my work? This has Pride. my name on it. Right. There, there's none of that. Like they don't care is what it is, and you will hear that from a lot of teachers right now. And is I that think they don't care. That's across the board. Yeah, this is that's not like, a here problem. That is this is your your top students. Yep. Right, your top students that have all the high expectations of the world. Uh huh. Um, and are used to you know getting again getting these straight A's because um meeting expectations is something that they can do effortlessly mm-hmm. but still the work that they produce you're like how did again how did you look at this and go yeah this is good enough to hand and i think i'm good yeah it's it's um crazy and again not i don't know how you fix that change mindset i don't know how you do any of that you have to like you have to get kids in a place right where i'm now looking at my work and Again, just trying to put my best foot forward and have mm-hmm. just some overall respect for myself. Yeah, um, is the hope that that's something that you can teach and that will bring about like the self regulation. But I don't know. It's trial by fire right now. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's not looking good. And I'm not. Yeah, I really am not sure what the solution is. So like. That sucks for us in this podcast yeah, right now. That we're, we're just like, here doing it. We're trying every we're day trying. because we're in it, right? Like we're involved in it. Um, and then so like people will be like, well, they need more resources. What? What? What do they need? Like, well, the teachers aren't aren't pushing them enough. Believe me, they are. They are. Um, it's like generationally right now. And I know everyone hates like the pandemic excuse, but it really just messed up what it means for schooling mm-hmm. and how much we value schooling. And maybe that's the piece, right? True. Because when we went online first, everyone was like, oh, teachers, you're the best. I don't know how you do it. Fantastic. Then people were at home and they were like, if this is what you're doing in class, like, Comparing online to in person, not realizing that like we're all in the same pandemic and we all had to like flip and create programs that were online and move them online. Whereas like we would have, you know, students moving in class or yeah. doing things and going Something places. That's never been done before. Yeah. Like we had to think on the fly. And so then everyone was like, well, you teachers aren't anything. Like you can't even put together a good program. And mm. then we came back and everyone expected what we were going to have before the pandemic, not realizing that we literally lived living through this, this yeah. pandemic. Still. And kids don't 
the the kids don't um learn the same they're not uh receptive to the same um, stimuli even yeah because you know while you're online it was oh i don't want to be in class today log out exactly right so now even now these kids will be in class and log out upstairs log out log out upstairs walk out yeah I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here anymore. I think I want a beverage. I'm out of here. Like, yep. Um, so it's just really hard to to navigate overall. Like, I I know it sounds kind of like doom and gloom. It's just I was like, we went from sad to sadder. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of doom and gloom, but it's for I'm hoping that people that are listening understand that yo, we're here, we're trying, and we're trying everything, all of the different avenues. So we're everything. pushing the students academically. We're pushing um for them to be understanding their themselves and their own mental health and how to um, advocate for themselves and all of that. Like we're, we're doing all that we can in hopes that to uh, in hopes that we're building um, successful citizens that when they leave here, that when they go on to the next step. So for us, when they go on to high school, that they're hopefully more of a rounded individual than they might be presenting right now. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, because even with us doing teacher interviews now, you're seeing like grade 10, grade 11 mm-hmm. kids come back and you're like, oh, OK, you got it together. Which I love. Right. Yeah, kids that were like, you did nothing <laughs> in grade eight. Star athlete, A plus student. Yeah. Right. So um, that I think is a good thing that you get to see that still, that even though some of these kids went through a pandemic, like we've had, um, there's a couple of kids here yesterday that they didn't get a grade eight graduation. Yeah. And kids that, when we talk about send-off, kids that deserve a send-off. 100%. Right? Didn't get one. And um, now you're seeing them. These kids are in, what, grade 11 now? Yeah, they are. And thinking about university, thinking about college, Weird. all of this stuff is, and seeing that despite all of the things that we've all gone through as a, like, world society, world community, that these kids are still striving. That's what, like, that's the hope that I have with the students that we deal with now, that, mm-hmm even though sometimes I'm pouring into you and I just feel like you're just an empty barrel. You don't want to hear nothing, <laughs> nothing that I have to say. I have to be like pumping you up every day <laughs> to get to every class hmm. and try and try and do well in every period that eventually, hopefully it will sink in and you'll start applying yourself. Yeah. Fair. I think with that, we shall end today's episode. Um again we are back hopefully and um <laughs> we are back and we are teachers like us if you're looking to stay up to date for when we are dropping new episodes you can follow us on Instagram and again you can find this podcast wherever you decide to put your subscription dollars if you're looking to stay up to date with what miss um gray tighter over here is doing uh you can follow her at Alyssa G tighter and HistoricallySpeaking.ca. And we will see you next week, hopefully. Peace.